They pull a knife. We pull a gun. They send one of ours to the hospital. We send one of theirs to the morgue. That's the Syracuse way, and that's why you subscribe to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. Now, do you want to do that? Are you ready to do that? Download today. Thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live from the Hotel California. I'm your old pal Sanders. And I'm your old buddy Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 49, the James Gang edition. 49, okay, that tells us Funk 49. You uh, you down with the old James Gang? You a Joe Walsh fan? I appreciate uh, Joe Walsh and James Gang, yes. James Gang used to be a, uh, a staple in the old uh, Fagan's uh, Senior Sunday rotation. Funk 49, specifically. Yeah, it's a classic, uh, it's a classic tune. Uh, it's funny. Uh, you and I are similar in a lot of respects. We like the same things. Um, but musically, I-, I don't know if we are on the same page, um, which is weird with with guys in in general um you know two dudes can go to a movie um and 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 basically you know be on the same page yeah um i mean don't get me wrong uh i I love my romantic comedies i i own a felicity box set which i'm not uh ashamed to admit but um musically you can take those two same guys and you know, take a look at their CD collections, and they are are, are totally different. Yeah, it, it's really strange. I don't listen to anything. I I have odd musical tastes. I don't listen to too many things that were made before like 1990. I gotta <laughs> uh, expect like any uh, self-respecting adolescent of the late <laughs> 80s and 90s. Uh, you've got some uh, old school rap and uh, original hip hop in your collection. <laughs> That's, I used to listen to a lot of that when I was younger, yeah. A lot of Eazy-E and NWA. And I remember going to see uh, Do the Right Thing when I was like 13 or whatever. I went to go see that movie. <laughs> My brother took me to see it. He was like 10 years older than me. He was like, come on, man. <laughs> were, you a, uh, were you a poser? Um, Did you dress the part? You know, were you a full-on suburban gangsta? Yeah, I mean, my brother and I both had, my brother had the Raiders cap and stuff like that. But like by the time I entered high school, like right as I entered eighth grade, automatic, like maybe that first year after that, I was done with it, you know? It was like sixth through eighth grade phase, I guess, where I was really listening to it. And once it really started hitting the mainstream, I guess that's when I quit friggin' listening so much to it i used to i used to pay much more attention to rap before you remember how they used the only way you could see rap videos on mtv was if you watched yo mtv raps dr drain ed lover you know and then like 
I don't know. Like I, I was, I did listen to MC Hammer. Didn't MC Hammer came up with that album with "You Can't Touch This," and all of a sudden, all that stuff became the popular music, and was, and from then on, you didn't have to watch Yo MTV Raps anymore. Yeah, but I was kind of done with it at that point. I don't know. Probably just because maybe I was going through a phase. Who knows? Well, have you seen that Eagles documentary? Speaking of um, our boy Joe Walsh. Oh, no, 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 but I heard really good things about it. Yeah, I mean, I saw it like a year ago or so, I guess, because they were, they were showing it constantly on TV for a while, like on Showtime. But they show, you know, they talk about Joe Walsh, and they obviously talk about his drinking problems or something. Yeah, he ended up getting, like, fired from the band, right? Uh, I think he's with them still. You know, like, he tours with them. But, like, originally, didn't they? Didn't... Well, I mean, he wasn't an original eagle but i i don't know if he got fired i'm not even sure about that but obviously he was a booze bag you know that's um that's always amazed me imagine getting fired from a band for being a fuck up yeah i mean i think they did that yeah they've had well i mean you hear about that all the time with these bands but they the one thing i want to play they show this one clip it's from like some some concert some big outdoor look like Looks like at a big festival or maybe like a stadium concert or something. And I have no clue who it is, but they got some drunk looking guy in the stage on the microphone introducing Joe Walsh. And he introduces him, he's yelling as the drinking man's musician, Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the documentary? Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> The drinking man's musician, Joe Walsh. I like that. I like that. And true. True. Yes. I'd put him up there. Yeah. I was always a big fan of Life's Been Good to Me. Yeah. Yeah. I um I had a Joe Walsh uh, solo album, which um, it wasn't as good as any of his like contributions to the Eagles or uh, yeah. you know, any of his James Gang stuff, but similar type of stuff. He's, he's a very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, um, I don't, uh, don't want to say unique, not distinguished, uh, a discernible sound. Yes. Very discernible. Yeah, so. it's his own sound, yes. So. Uh, you remember, where, I think it was like we were in high school when he came out with that Ordinary Average yes. Guy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the album that I might have had. Yeah. I'm just an Ordinary Average Guy. <laughs> that time period, I have a that was really when I started to get into music. Um, and I have just, like, I had a bunch of random shit that's still in my CD collection. Because um, you don't get rid of CDs. Yeah. You just kind of hold on to them, accumulate them. Um, and that that that's one of them. I, I probably, that's not something I would purchase today. It's not something that, you know, I was like, oh, man, you know what I really need to listen to? Man, I need to listen to that Joe Walsh album. I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm in the mood for some ordinary average guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it spoke to me, you know? It spoke to me. Yep. Um, well, a couple things, man. A couple things. Uh, first, apologies. Uh, apologies to you for Thursday. Um, I totally bailed. Just wasn't feeling good. I um, yeah. As you can hear... I'm still uh, in the throes of my battle. I put uh, quotes around my battle with uh, mm-hmm. Bell's palsy. 
still dealing with the belt. Yeah, it's getting um, it's getting a little better. You know, I see people and they're like, "Oh, you look better," and I'm like, "You're a liar," because I look like shit. Oh, so you're actually leaving the house? Uh, well, no, people that come to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I will right. occasionally take a visitor. Um, I've done some stuff. I've gone out, but like. You'd be surprised at how much you smile, or at least me, how much I, you know, kind of use a, you know, a casual smile to say hello, say thank you, avoid an awkward stare, do something like that. And the reaction of people on the other end of it is always a little funny because you're not expecting it, you know, like maybe you have sunglasses on or, you know, for the most part, I grew a beard, so that kind of helps mask some of the you know, asymmetry. Your beard isn't droopy? No, 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 no. Well, I, I, I trim it so it's it looks normal. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've noticed a lot. I'll try to, you know, maybe flash a smile at somebody or not, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what? A, no, I'm sorry. You know, and then I chase them down, and I have to explain that I have Bell's palsy, and then, you know, I tell them about my prognosis, and, and they're like, so how long? Have, so it's been since Thanksgiving. Yeah, so it's been just a little over two weeks. I went to the doctor, um, and uh, generally wasn't feeling good. In addition, so um, they took some tests and and did some blood work, and um, I got to go back and follow up, and they're going to do more blood work. I got to fast and stuff like that. So um, yeah, so I just generally haven't been feeling too awesome. And Thursday, the day just kind of ran on and ran on. And, and I was like, man, all right, let me watch some football. And, you know, that'll be cool. Right around halftime, Liv should get, you know, should, should get home and, and ready to go. But that game was so boring. Yeah, I didn't even see it. It was, it was horrible. So I ended up Which just. for the best. All field goals. Terrible. Yeah. And I was having these really, really bad headaches for, for, the duration of of um, of this Bell's palsy since the onset of, of Bell's palsy, and I was like, "Well, it just must be a uh, you know a symptom." And I'm trying to do some work, and I'm trying to you know line up um, you know new new clients and, and and things of that nature. So I was generally stressed. So I was kind of uh, uh, you know accounting for all of those elements leading to these headaches these really bad headaches that i was getting yeah but um coincidentally i've also really shaped up um you know my diet and exercise plan so i cut out coffee i've cut out sugar i've cut out you know processed um flours all the bad you know the stuff that they've now decided that is bad for you this week this week and um Maybe was just going through a little, you know, a little withdrawal. So I had a cup of coffee and, and like my headache went away. So, um, like it's just a myriad of, of just middle age symptoms of middle aged them all converging yeah. at once. So, so that's that, man. So that's that. And secondly, more importantly, uh, apologies to the two sorry excuses army for, um, the lack of movement on our technical issues. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess we're frozen at episode 45 out there. Uh, that would make sense. So 46. <laughs> I think that's the one that the guy told me he hasn't got any uploads, any downloads since that one. So, so, 
excuse me. So here's the the general issue: is back when we started this, um, I had registered uh, the domain name twosorryexcuses.com, and and whatever, without being a podcasting expert or explaining it generally to people who don't care. Uh, the way a podcast works is you record a, a file and you host that file on a service. And then you take that link from the service, you put it on your website, and then your website has a what's called an RSS feed that communicates to different people, whether it's Google, whether it's iTunes, whether it's you could subscribe to the RSS feed as a person, and you'll be alerted when something new on the website happens. So anytime we would post a new podcast file or a new podcast link, the RSS feed gets updated, and then iTunes says, oh, wait a minute, something happened, let me go get that information, and I'll show people that, you know, two sorry excuses is up to something. So, people don't subscribe to our podcast, per se, technically. They subscribe to iTunes' version of our RSS feed. So, all the people that have been awesome enough to go and subscribe to iTunes, which I'm assuming are the people that that you're hearing from, they're frozen in time because we're not updating that RSS feed. The reason we're not updating the RSS feed, and this is where GoDaddy comes in, and it's whatever, man. It's totally human error, and it's my fault, but it's one of those things where, like, technology fucks you. Yeah. So th- when I registered the domain name, that was all well and good. I paid the, whatever, $14 to get the name. But in my personal account, I had a free hosting service that I had accumulated from from other, you know, um, it was basically a reward from GoDaddy that said, oh, hey, you signed up for all these things. Well, we'll, we'll give you a free hosting account. The free hosting account was on a domain name that I registered a long time ago called SandersLightfoot.com. And it was uh, when I had designs of being a, uh, a uh, short story writer. Yeah. And that was my pen name. And Sanders Lightfoot. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So um Sounds like a children's author. I kept getting <laughs> I kept renewing that Sanders Lightfoot domain over all these years in the hopes of hitting it big. But finally yeah. I'm in a money crunch, so I'm like, I can't afford to keep renewing all these silly domains that I have. And I have a ton of them. How much do they cost? It's like 14, but I owned like 50 different domains over the years. Year? Yeah, 15 a year about. All right, and you, wait, so you were, you kept, so you had several different domain names you've registered over the years? Yeah, for different things, for different business ideas or projects that I worked on or, you know, just general whimsy. Yes, yeah. but there, my portfolio was large. My portfolio was large, so I decided not to renew all these silly domains that I owned and whatever, take the chance that some other guy named Sanders is going to register SandersLightfoot.com by the time I'm ready to be a famous author. So it told me it was going to expire, and I was cool with that. The problem was what I didn't realize was that the TwoSorryExcuses.com was being hosted on a free service that was associated with Uh, SandersLightfoot.com. And when uh, it went away, so did that free service, and we lost that website. 
Now, I still own TwoSorryExcuses.com, but all the hosting, all the files, all of the work that we had done on the TwoSorryExcuses.com original site was lost. I called GoDaddy. They're like, listen, we understand there's a problem. Um, you know, it usually costs 150 bucks. Well, their first question was, did you back this up anywhere? And I was like, no, I didn't back it up anywhere. Of course I didn't. And their second thing was, well, okay, normally it would cost us 150 bucks uh, to restore that site for you. But since it was a kind of a joint issue, we take some responsibility for it. We'll do it for 80. Yeah. You know what? At a different time, in a different place, I would have easily forked up the 80 bucks to get that back. But I was like, no, I'll just rebuild the site. I have all the podcast files. You know, I didn't lose those. We just lost yeah. the, the the blog posts and the pictures that we had put up, whatever. So um, long story short, I've got the podcast files. I've created a new TwoSorryExcuses.com site, and I'm in the process of launching that. The issue now is we have a bunch of dudes and and, and people who have subscribed to that original podcast feed. We could launch a new one, but A, those first 45 podcasts would still be stuck over there in time, and or everybody else would have to find this new subscription feed. Yeah, they'd have to migrate over. Right. So I've, I've done some research, and it took me a while, and I just had a bunch of other shit um, that I was dealing with, um, generally serious shit that that should take precedence over the stuff that, you know, kind of we're talking about, not just yep. me being overwhelmed. Um, generally me being a pussy and saying, I don't know how to fix this, but um, <laughs> I kind of figured out how to fix it. And we're, we're on the, we're on the cusp of getting back to two sorry excuses, normalcy. So it's going to be hosted by GoDaddy again. Yeah, so we're back. It's almost everything is the same, which is the shitty part. But we lost that. The critical part was that feed address. So what's up with the... So, you- so what's going to happen now is the people who are subscribed to the Two Sorry Excuses uh, podcast on, on iTunes, yes, their app checks every once in a while. Or more importantly, we send the feed to iTunes to tell them something has been updated. We're going to still send the feed to tell them something's been updated but they're going to come back through that address they're still going to come to two sorry excuses.com they're just not going to find the back half of the address which is called the path yeah um but i'm gonna there's a file that you can build into your website that says hey are you looking for this go here instead so that's going to be the process all so right. every that's a, that's a bit technical for me. Everybody else will be cool, and then what will happen is they will just get uploaded with the four podcasts that they've all missed. So, yeah. so it'll be like a money shot, you know, a Christmas time money shot for them. Mm-hmm. They'll get it all at once. I'm sure, they'll all be psyched. <laughs> so, so apologies to those folks, and and you know, um, you know, at first. I was just like, well, no one's gonna miss it. Nobody's gonna care. Like, I don't even really know that that as many people that says download it actually do download it. But the response you've gotten, um, you know, even if it's just a handful of people, they represent another. Hand- you know, what do they say? For every one yeah. person that writes to the 
to the um, television station in support of a show. There's a, you know a thousand people behind that that feel yeah, that. Yes, I've heard from two thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> so. Those folks cannot hear that right now. Or though, although, you know what I might do? Might maybe I'll kind of snip this out, and then you can maybe post up on our Facebook page this little this little snippet telling them that um, one, we're sorry. Two, uh, that we're coming back, man. We're here, and they're not they're not losing content. Well, man, this this magic yeah. that we've been accumulating is still rolling, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I. I I only heard from a couple of people, but it was enough for them to like, it proves at least those two people are listening. Right, 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 <laughs> right. That they will wonder what the hell happened to the show. <laughs> Friggin' Fredo thought we were on winter break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, so apologies to everybody. Apologies to Fredo. And uh, we'll, by the time you're hearing this, we've obviously fixed the problem. So that's... Um, Obviously. So that's good news, but uh, we're we're on our way. We're on our way. So that's that, man. That's that. What else? Um, what else is new with you? Uh, I just sent you a picture of my Christmas tree. Oh, where's where is that? Where'd you send that to? I I texted it to All you. Right, hold on a second. Ah, shit. Uh, two text messages, of course. I opened the, the wrong one. Uh, oh, very nice. So I'll tell you, I, I didn't even think I was going to get a Christmas tree, but I was like, I got a house now. So the other day, I was like, screw it. Like a Monday, I said, I'll get a Christmas tree. So what night was it? I guess it must have been Wednesday night where I went out Friggin' got the tree and everything. Well, like on Monday or Tuesday, I went to a store, you know, looking for like frames and stuff, like the craft shop place uh, for some other stuff. But then I saw lights. I was like, well, we're going to get a tree. I'll get some lights. So I, <laughs> I've never put up a tree on my own. Right, right. Uh, I, I got like three boxes of lights, which were very cheap, you know, but there was like 30 lights in each box. The next day, the day I was going to get the tree, I, I Google lighting tree just out of curiosity. It's like, you should have a hundred lights per foot of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to need more than 90 lights, you know? <laughs> so whatever the case, all kinds of hijinks went on, me looking for lights that night. And um, I ended up in a Walmart. Because I was looking for these certain lights at Home Depot, and they were like, they have them at this one. So I was all the way out there, and they're like, no, we don't have any. I was like, oh, well, it says on the website you have so many at this one. They're like, nope. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, but there was a Walmart next door. So I went in there, and I saw all these lights. Friggin' not much more expensive. You know, I was like, ah, oh, good deal. Because um, part of the plan was I wanted to get a bunch of these white ones. The LED lights to light up my backyard just year-round anyway, you know? Right, right, right. But I get the color lights, end up buying seven boxes. So now I got a tree with 700 friggin' lights in it. <laughs> but, so I put up the tree and everything, you know, did all that. 
And I was like, well, I need a tree topper. So on Thursday, you know, I was like, oh, I got to get a tree topper. And I was looking, you know, fucking around work, Googling, looking tree toppers. And I saw one thing where it was like somebody took this letter. It was like, what to do? I was like, oh, I'll make my own tree topper because I remember I had these Star Wars guys. And I'm thinking, I'm going to make these this tree topper. It's the, When they came out with the prequels or something years ago, okay. my sister had gotten all these Star Wars things from Burger King, and she gave them to me. I was like, that's what I'll do. And then I got home that night, and I was like, oh, I don't want to glue all these things, you know, just because I was like, they're cool. Right, right. <laughs> you know, the, I didn't want to fuck up my Star Wars figures. But anyway, I went to the craft store <laughs> looking for, I was like, well, I'll go see. They'll probably have a star or something. I see the stars or whatever, and I thought they were all kind of cheesy. Like they had these light-up ones. They were just, they were, they were, they were too expensive for what they were, in my opinion. And I was like, well, I'll make something. So I'm looking for some kind of crap in there. I was like, looking for some stupid stuffed dolls. Like if they have a Yoda or something, but then I was like, fuck it. I came across the block letters. I was like, well, I saw that earlier today. You saw that. <laughs> so I was like, I, the L like when I was Googling, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was one of the things I saw how to make one. And it was like, Oh, you take the block letter you can put some ribbon on it and you hot glue a tube to the back. I was like, Oh, okay, I'll do that. So I um, I got the letter, and I was going to get ribbon, and I saw they sell red scotch tape now, you know, something you could buy at a craft store. Right, 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 right. You know, so I got that, and I was like, well, you know, it would be really slick if I had a little Santa hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking all over this friggin' store, and I came across a headband with a Santa thing on it, I guess, for like a little girl or something. So I bought that, and I cut the Santa hat out. I got home, put that thing together. And that's my tree topper, the L for Livicary with the Santa hat on it. That's very Martha Stewart of you. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, uh, considering I do believe I was the only straight man by himself walking around that craft store <laughs> at night. Well, you know- Like, I saw the straight dudes in there, but they were all with women. Right, right. Every other single guy... You know, kind of look like they played for the other team. <laughs> Which is funny because I was also in a craft store by myself <laughs> this week because all my Christmas gifts, well, not for the kids. The kids I got, um, you know, legitimate because they won't appreciate or, well, they'd probably disown me uh, if, I, if I gave them homemade Christmas gifts. But everybody else is getting homemade Christmas gifts this year. I feel like I'm in seventh grade again. Homemade Christmas gifts. That's sweet. I am. Um, they're actually pretty cool. Um, but I can't tell you because my brothers listen to the podcast, so they'll. Um, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but uh, yeah, especially if we get back on the air before the twenty fifth. That would be my hope. That's my hope that we're back <clears throat> up this week. But um, that's your motivation. Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, I'll, I'll fill you in on what they were and 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 how they went over after Christmas. But uh, I think they're pretty cool and. Um, <laughs> Dare I say, I've got my next business venture lined up. <laughs> have you registered the domain? I have. I have. Sandersclaws.com. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, man, it's nice to see you getting in the Christmas spirit. Um, you generally don't like the holidays. Yeah, we're probably not even doing too much Christmassy this year. 
just because there's been such a backlash over the past few years over the hassle with Christmas. What um, <laughs> What do you generally do? I mean, generally we're at my mom's house, you know. Yeah. But everybody, you know, the thing is, my mom's birthday's on Christmas Eve, so it's a big friggin'. There's a lot of there's a lot of clusterfuck that goes with it, you know. Right, right, right. And there's a lot of infighting in the family dealing with. You know the proper way to honor our mother, and then <laughs> <laughs> wait. There's competing factions. <laughs> there's not even competing factions. Just like, uh, I don't. There's know. the d- there's uh, the do's and the do nots, and the do's like, and the do's yeah, like, have a problem with what, the do nots. Is that kind of the- no, no? People want to do something. It's just the level and in the martyrdom of the people that do do stuff. <laughs> that feel like they're doing more than anybody else wants to do. And it's just, you know, it kind of sucks. And it's like even kind of gets miserable for my mother even, you know? Right, right. <laughs> right. See, we... um, This year we might be skipping Christmas. <laughs> uh, see, generally speaking... um. You know, birthdays go pretty well in our family, but that's because my dad still picks up the tab for everything. So it's a lot easier to get people on the, you know, still get people on board when somebody else is footing the bill and and, and, and footing the bill. I just mean for, for, you know, for the dinner or for the outing. Everybody else yeah. supplies their own gifts or whatnot. Um, so, you know, he's... Yeah, everybody's going to show up for a free dinner. <laughs> right. They don't have anything to do with. Right. Right. So it's not like, oh, hey, listen, we're all pitching in. We're all taking, you know, mom to Peter Luger's steakhouse. And then somebody's yeah. like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Blah, 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 blah. Christmas falls a little more along those lines because everybody's obviously responsible for their own stuff. And yeah, everybody's got their own and stuff. To do like it. growing up, we would always pool our money, and then when we got to be you know independent adults, we we'd increase the pool or whatever, and you know kind of pick up you know the sibling that didn't you know my sister was the youngest, so she obviously didn't have a job. So we'd be like, all right, just give us twenty bucks, and you can come in on the gift or whatever. Now that everybody's kind of got their own family and their own situation, people become a little more territorial with that. But as far as birthdays go, everybody's pretty cool. They're like, all right, we're going out. No problem. Free dinner. So that's basically how it goes. So the um, so essentially the Livacaries have a, have a birthday hangover going into Christmas yeah, I mean, Day, right? I mean, part of the problem is, I don't know. That's the problem when you have... When you're one of six. Right. There's too many agendas going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys are are um, spaced out from first to last pretty well. Well, the the last four of us are pretty compact. It's the first two that are, you know, because AJ and Chris were born within, you know, 64 and 66. And then it was my brother, Josh, 74. And 76, 78, and 80. Oh, okay. You know? All right. So I, but uh, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say too much on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> in case people decide to listen. <laughs> I didn't realize Josh was my age. Yeah. Yeah. He just turned 40 on the 30th. 
Actually, so I guess he's a year younger. Yeah, than I was seventy three, um, but yeah, I'm late yeah, yeah. seventy three. But he's the same year in high school and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as you there are. There you go. And then, so, uh, and my sister was also born in eighty. All right. Yeah, Mari's the youngest, born in eighty. Valentine's Day. She is, as my mother used to say, if she would have been the first, she would have been the last. <laughs> so your last four are are basically the same as 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 my family, seventy four to eighty. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So it's just without the first two in between. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with all that. But it's nice to see that you uh, that you're buying into the Christmas hype. I love Christmas. I, yeah, I mean, I like it. I just hate. I. This is my take on Christmas. The day that I have my own family or something, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and I can do that and just do that, it'd be a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, no, I get that. See, Christmas here, my mom is um, is really super into Christmas. Like, it, one, it, it's she overdoes it. You know, in terms yep. of decorations and the cooking and the presents and like, you know, whatever. It's a very, it's a very privileged affair. We're pretty lucky in that sense. Even to this day, I'm a middle-aged man, and, and Christmas is still treated as if I was like a kid. Um, but it also means a lot to her. So um, everybody else, to to the most, to the to, to everybody's credit, appreciates the fact. That it means something, it means so much to her. Everything means something to her, but like a lot of times, you know, whether it's my me or my brothers, my sisters might not appreciate that fact and just kind of glance over it or don't give it its due. We all kind of understand that Christmas means something, so we all kind of put in, you know, workman's effort to try to make it, you know, put in a good showing. So yeah. that, like, my mom can appreciate it. Well, that's what kind of sucks. Is my mom's a big Christmas person. I mean, I guess because her birthday is that. But uh, I think she's even kind of just a little down on it this year. Because she usually, you know, she usually over-decorates and gets the big old tree. This year, she's got this freaking lame artificial tree. Looks like Charlie Brown's artificial tree. <laughs> and she's like, see, people don't think I'm serious. They don't care. She'll look at the tree. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. It kind of sucks. It, it's just there's too many damn people, you know. And I don't know. You get up on the morning. This is the problem with the holidays, as far as I'm concerned. Get up. You want to go over. You want to eat. You want to get done. You want to get out of there. <laughs> but you get up. You know, I'm the type of person. I'm used to Christmas morning. You know, right. But we go over there, and then like, oh, well, all right, no one's here yet, so we can't do anything. I'm like, well, why am I even here? And then when you want to eat, well, your brother hasn't come over yet, you know, and he comes over his brood. I'm like, why are we waiting for them? They show up an hour and a half late, you know? Right, right. They show up an hour and a half late, and they kind of commandeer everything. <laughs> and I was like, why are we waiting for them? We wait for them to show up, and then they friggin' come here. They show up an hour and a half late, and they friggin' head to the food like locusts, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. It, so, And it kind of pisses everybody off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what's ruined Christmas, that type of stuff. Yeah, th- and that, it, if I were to guess, most people who are like, listen, I can just do without the hassle, that's the hassle. You have too many, you know, independent factions 
yes. trying to to push their will. Um, now that that's not really kind of how it rolls around here. Like most people get in line. Uh, not most people. Everybody gets in line. Like they come over. You know, there's a huge cr- uh, opening of presents. You know, in the morning, and then there's a big breakfast, and then um, some people go on their way, and then everybody else, you know, kind of hangs out. I'll do a breakfast. Yeah, yeah, a huge breakfast because that's what we should do uh, if we were going. Well, of course, only like three people would be there if we did a breakfast because got all the siblings that just don't wake up. <laughs> yeah, and I give my brothers credit because they have little kids, you know, and. Um, when I was a kid, we didn't leave the house on Christmas. We woke up, we opened our presents, and people would come to us. But, um, you know, the kids get up, they do their thing, then they come over here. But, of course, there's, you know, there's financial incentive because the presents here are pretty awesome. So Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, see, I know grandparents, I didn't have grandparents. Right. You know? So I didn't have that experience, but I've realized watching, like, with my nieces, you know, it's like, Wait, they get just as good a presence from grandparents than than I was getting as a kid, you know? Right. It kinda you know, I kinda look at that back with a little jealousy. Yeah, but it's it is crazy. It's like this is the shit your parents said they couldn't buy, <laughs> but they buy it for grandkids, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So what but, uh, what would happen was um that whole affair goes on here and then my brother Josh goes um, to Michelle's family, his wife's family, uh, for like a dinner. And then Ange and I would go to her family. Uh, her grandparents are both still alive. So um, they have like everybody at at their house to have this like fancy, traditional, dress up, sit down Christmas dinner. So so we, um, we adopted uh, Ange. That's Angie's family, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, like there's, um, you know, 24 or 25 people who could come to dinner at essentially what is Damn, that's nuts. like up here, it would be like at a retirement village home, like the size of, uh, you know, um, you know, a three bedroom ranch, 1200 square yeah. foot kind of house. So it's, you know, it's, it's a tight fit. And, um, but everybody, you know, packs on the table because that's what, you know, the, her, her grandfather's 80 something years old. And, you know, I guess they had, um, you know, they had struggles growing up and, and, um, my father-in-law, Chip, um, Angie's dad's mother died when he was a little kid. So the, the father got remarried and he's, and, you know, there's like step kids into the family all growing up so you know they kind of all went their ways for a while but now they're all kind of back together and um, that's just kind of what his deal is he wants everybody there which is cool and and it was a nice nice experience you know but that meant in order for you know my family to keep up some type of tradition we we adopted this breakfast thing and i'll tell you what man it's it works out awesome basically the hassle of the day is over by two PM and the worst part of the day is the fact that there's nothing on TV on Christmas Day except NBA basketball. Yeah. So yeah, like the the end of the day is is kind of uh you know, it's kind of a, a drag, but I didn't have to last year was the first year I experienced that because I 
would be going to Angie's all the time. So um, my sister will be in town and, and her, her husband. So like, we'll probably hang out, you know, whatever, play some cards, have a couple drinks, you know, just generally decompress. So um, it should be it should be pretty good. Pretty cool. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds all right. It is all right. The kids are all right. Now, New Year's, right. New Year's, that's a whole other story. Uh, well, why? What's the story for New oh, Year's? Oh, that's just, uh, I hate New Year's. For as much as I love Christmas, I hate New Year's. Yeah? Yeah, I don't, I just always kind of have, like, high school, high school, I didn't drink, really didn't hang out, like, went to a couple parties with a couple people, whatnot. Um, so, New Year's was was more of a hassle than anything else uh college you come home for for christmas break and so all my friends are in boston you know i didn't keep in touch with too many too many folks around here um even when i was in high school because my high school was you know 40 minutes away so like the local kids that i went to elementary school with and stuff like i didn't stay really in good contact with them so like i'd come home and i'd actually use christmas time to decompress, you know, yeah, kind of dry out from the semester or, or, you know, just relax from the, from the stress or whatever. So, um, that continued on and, you know, like maybe I would go to a party. Um, I hosted a couple New Year's Eve parties, which were fun. Um, went to a concert once or twice, but generally speaking, it's just a pain. Where are you going to sleep? Where are you going to go? Where, how are you going to get places? Like, you know, yeah. I don't live in a major city, so um, Curacao New Year's were fun because it's a big deal down there, and that was something different. But now, like, forget it. Yeah, I don't have anything. New Year's usually, I haven't done anything on New Year's, like really done anything at, on New Year's in a few years. I had gotten into the habit of literally going to bed early on New Year's Day and uh, on New Year's Eve and getting up. And going out and watching uh, New Year's Day bowls and having a bunch of drinks and, and you know, kind of celebrating New Year's Day, which was fun. Yeah. Which was, which, I don't know why I didn't keep that up, but uh, that kind of took the place of a traditional New Year's Eve celebration. New Year's gets a lot different the older you are. Like, I don't know. New Year's is one of those holidays where you probably should, where you kind of need to be with somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just one of those days. So, I don't know. So I probably won't do anything for New Year's again this year. Last year I was literally in bed um, by like probably eight thirty nine o'clock. I went out had a had a burger and a bunch of drinks like around three o'clock four o'clock. After about six or seven vodka grapefruits, I walked home and, you know, just kind of had that that sleepy intoxication nap. Yeah. And that was it. Maybe I woke up at 11.30. Maybe there was some fireworks or something, but that was it. Yeah. I mean, geez. I don't even want to think about New Year's now because now I'm <laughs> wondering about it, you know. So, it's just going to depress me so. Sorry, man. It's all right. I'll let it slide. <laughs> um, speaking of parties, um, we got to get working on the um, on the two sorry excuses LSU bus trip. 
Yeah, I know, man. I you remember when you remember so long ago when we first thought of that, and that's like that was that's so far into the future. Honestly, really, it was like almost Jetsons esque. Yeah, but and now like we're less than a year out of now. Yeah, now it, it's real. And and like if we don't get it square in the next few, I want to say weeks, six weeks maybe, it 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 won't come to fruition. So I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. Yeah, because there's going to be some disappointed people if we don't get that done. So generally, uh, our plan was to um, basically charter a bus from the from the greater New York metropolitan area, drive it to Syracuse, and go to the football game. Now, I was thinking logistically, do we know the game is on a Saturday? Do we know what time yeah. the game is? Uh, I don't know if that's been set yet. Now that was the big. That's the big dilemma. Now, if it's a night game, I say we roll up on a Saturday morning. You know, leave leave New York yeah. early. You know, six seven o'clock in the morning. Get up to Syracuse on um, on Saturday morning, mid 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 morning Saturday. Because it's really only a three and a half hour drive from from that part of Jersey, four hours tops. Yeah. And then have like a pregame at Fagan's. Have what? Like a pregame. Yeah. And then go to the game, stay over, and uh, come home Sunday. So you're talking, you're renting a bus for a day, and you rent. everybody needs a hotel room or some type of accommodation for a night. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. You can get that done. Now, if the game is a noon game on Saturday, or even a three, th- which I hope is so not a three thirty game, even you'd have to go Friday night. Yeah, and then what do you do? Do you come? You don't come home Saturday night. No, no, you stay. So you stay Friday night. You stay Saturday night. So what do you do? You yeah, yeah. you leave late day Friday. Get up. Yeah, you'd leave late Friday, I guess. Right? Get up to Syracuse, you know, like sometime between 7 and 10 at night. Check into a hotel room. Everybody's kind of on their own. And then you have a and then you have a, a, a festivity. When do you get to Dinosaur Barbecue? I guess you would get to Dinosaur Barbecue. Sa- well, this is Saturday. Saturday. But everybody's going to be drunk. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Maybe Sunday before you leave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a uh it's a dilemma. So we'll see. We'll see. Knowing that the game time would really help, but they don't set that Yeah, they for a long they got time. all T V schedules and everything gotta figure out. We know the date, we don't know the time. So I guess you'd kinda got a plan for it to be a two night deal. Yeah, I think so. So what's uh so you're talking, you're talking probably somewhere between five hundred and seven hundred bucks, right? A person? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I I don't. I mean, how much did it cost when y'all came down here for that other thing? Well, that included airfare, so you're talking like that was probably like eleven hundred bucks a person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to figure out what the price is and. People need to get there on their own, but the bus ride's the only thing we're providing. Yeah, and then I think we would host a 
your 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 admission gets you a bus ride. Your your ticket essentially buys you the bus ride, um, entrance into you know some type of 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 gala event, pregame tailgate type of deal. Um, so maybe that's only like you get whatever free bottles of Bud Light or you know house wine or something you know something real easy. Um, yeah, and then ticket to the game in your hotel room. Transportation on you know the day of the uh, on the trip you know up there is all up to you. Um, you know any other stuff you want to do is on you, but we got to cover those. You know, cover those basics. It's pretty. It's a pretty straightforward type of thing, but not knowing when the game time is is the is the rub. But so yeah, we'll, that's the. That's the whole issue. So we'll just plan for, um, you know, we'll just plan for a two-day trip. And I always underestimate people's willingness to commit to something like that. Some people haven't been up there in 15 years. I haven't been up there since 2003, man. So, you know, they'd probably be willing to, to drop, you know, 500 bucks to, you know, for a weekend up at Syracuse yeah. for the first time in a long time. So. Well, I mean, if you go anywhere on any type of trip, you you figure you're gonna spend a few hundred bucks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. See, my willingness to do that is 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 very high, you know. But I always assume that other people aren't. Yeah. All right, so we'll put it. We'll put a little thing together, and then if people um, want to go, they'll go. If it's too much money, they won't go, um, and we'll find out pretty quickly. So, um, so we'll see how it is. Yeah. Well, Syracuse is playing currently. La Tech, right? Yeah, La Tech. Being coached by uh, former Jesuit Blue Jay, class of 95, Mike White. Um, a couple things. One, that um, it's really been a miserable couple weeks to be a, to be a Syracuse fan, that's for sure. Um, but more importantly... It's been a great couple weeks to be a Blue Jay. <laughs> yeah, it's been great to be a Blue Jay, but <laughs> um, not not the BJs as as I no, was, not the BJs. as I was told. No, the reason there are the Blue Jays because back in the day they used to have no nickname. Okay, but they were just called Jesuits. That's what old people they'll refer to the high school as Jesuits. You know, because the Jesuits, you know. Um, but th- I'm talking very old days, like in 20s and stuff, you know, 30s or whatever. You would get a, if you lettered in sports, you would get a blue J. Ah. You know, so then the nickname became Blue Jays. And then this guy, what was his name? Walt Kelly. He was a cartoonist. Had his own comic strip called Pogo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow he came to Jesuits sometime in the 50s or something, and he drew a Blue Jay, you know, and that's what their logo is now, that Blue Jay. Same one? Yeah, yeah, because he drew it for him, you know, and it's a, you know, anthropomorphic Blue Jay, Jason. J A Y S O N, and that's and that's and that's what they are now. I don't know if the, you know. 
I don't know if they had another. I mean, they might have had like a more lifelike looking Blue Jay before then. But what they use is like their their logo all over stuff. Is that is that Blue Jay? You know, I don't know why the hell Walt Kelly was there, but he came in, did some presentation, quickly drew that Blue Jay and gave it to him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. So, so that's the. Uh, it looks like he's boxing. Is that the? Yes, yes, that's it. All right, you've come across you've it. Come across it. I think other people have stolen that Blue Jay too. <laughs> uh, I think that's great. One that yeah. that the story behind it is awesome. Two that they haven't changed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, why change it, man? <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm finding the story right now. Oh, man. Yeah, so it was a big deal. Like I told you, they have the stupid split between the championships and the state. Uh, and the team we played is basically the reason for that split. Right, right. But uh, so, you know, I was like, no matter what people say about, oh, well, it doesn't really count. Can't say that this year because we're playing friggin' John Curtis. You know, and, and when I got in there, I was just hoping it was going to be a close game because Curtis does that to people, you know. They, you know, you think you got a shot and they just blow you up. Like the week before, they played one of the other teams from the Catholic League. And, um, and it was a close game, but it ended up 40-20. to 20. So you were down on on the game because... You were playing the team that caused like the bastardization of the championship structure. Therefore, you thought you were going to lose, or you thought that if you won, it wouldn't be validated because it was... No, no. What I'm saying is people that might not think it's valid because of the split, because the split does kind of call into question the championships now. Because whereas you used to have one defensive 5A champion, now you have a 5A champion... And Division One champion, you know? Okay. So it's kind of like there's not... It used to be completely settled. Who was the best team in, the, in each class, you know? Right, right. And now they force that BS because of, because of the school and these public schools that are pissed off about their ability to recruit and stuff, you know? But, uh... But... We're like, well, no one can say anything this year because we're playing that school, John Curtis, you know? Right. We are playing a school that has won 26 state championships. They hold the record in the country for most state championships. They, it was their 19th consecutive year playing for a state title. You know how ridiculous that is? Right. 19th straight year playing in the championship game. Like, they lose so rarely, you know... They lose so rare. It's I don't know the numbers of times they've since the first year they won the first state championship in 1975. They haven't they haven't even not gotten in the championship too many times. Right. It's ridiculous. So it's like no one can call that into question. But I don't know what the point of the story is. But I was just hoping it would be a close game because John Curtis does have ridiculous athletes. Well, it was what was the score? It was. Like seven to seven, and it was near the end of the first half, and less than ten seconds left. 
They had fourth down, like at the 20 or something, at, at our 20. And they were getting the ball to start the second half. They run a play. They throw a pass to the end zone. Kid had good coverage on him. Problem is, the receiver just was like, he's a guy that's going to play in college. He was probably 6'4", you know, whereas a guy that was covering him was like 5'9", or something, 5'10". <laughs> and dude just leapt up and he grabbed it out of the air. It's like, well, what are you going to do about that, you know? Right, right. And it's like, that sucks. It's like they're getting the ball straight to the second half. Well, they get the ball straight to the second half, and they stopped them, you know, because that's where it could get ugly. You know, it's 14-7. to seven. They're getting the ball straight to the second half. It goes to 21-7. to seven. We're screwed, you know. Well, he stopped them. Uh, eventually, we got a field goal. Then later on, we went ahead. And then it was great. When they went ahead, it must have been near – I don't know if it was in the fourth quarter. It might have been near at the beginning of the fourth quarter where we went ahead 17 to 14. But then it becomes tense the rest of the way, you know. We forced some fumbles, you know. But then they got the ball back. It was a minute something left in the game. Fourth down, deep in our territory, around 20-something yard line. They had fourth and three. And then they got called penalty for a false start. So then it's fourth and eight. They throw a pass, and the pass gets broken up, and the place went nuts. Everybody went crazy. Nice. You know, like, everybody came out of the woodwork. See, people, they had somebody I was talking to. Who was it? Some girl whose husband or boyfriend isn't from here. And uh, and apparently he said something like, uh, you know, what are all these people doing here? And, uh... It was at a Christmas party I was at. Yeah, that's who it was. It was a girl who is from here. He's married this kid from Detroit. And they were going to something downtown at a uh, restaurant that's in the uh, hotel, the Hyatt right next to the Superdome. And they were like, why are all these people here? And um, she's like, the high school game. Jess was playing the high school game. He's like, what? She's like, yeah, well, New Orleans, the people love their high schools, you know? <laughs> and he couldn't believe it. He's like... But these guys aren't high school age. She's like, you just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there was 26,000 people there. But that's why about 17,000 of them or whatever were people for Jesuit. Because it was all old alumni and friggin', you know, it was all kinds of people. There were so many old people and stuff in the stands. I saw guys who were, these guys who were on the last state championship team in 1960 who i could tell they were because they had their 50th reunion a couple years ago and they had special shirts made for it (laughs) (laughs) he 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 couldn't get his mind around that 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 people will come out of the woodwork for that shit right if jesuit state championship people really come out of the woodwork it's crazy you know (laughs) so it was cool but then afterwards you know i had to bring my dad home and the game didn't end until it ended at 12.03. Okay. Because it didn't kick off till 9.36 because they play all the games in a row, you know? So these other games, which were like higher score and you got these teams running these spread offenses, the games take, take a hell of a lot longer to play, you know? So, so we get in there and the game being played before that, it's a high scoring game. So that game ended like at 8 right around 8.30 or so, you know, then they give, give out the awards, whatever. It was, I was like, man, 9.30-something, this game's not kicking off till then. So I got out, 
got my dad home, hung out, and I was just like, I really need to go get a beer. <laughs> you know. So I got in touch with the guys I sold the Hannibal Burris tickets to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they, I met them out for a couple of beers. but uh, So I didn't see Hannibal Burris. Uh, oh, so you didn't have to bring your dad back to Mississippi. No, no, I had to bring him to Metairie. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, fuck that. <laughs> That ain't happening. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, but then Dave Chappelle played a concert the other night, and someone asked me, "Oh, do you want to go to that?" And I was like, "Fuck it," because I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest Dave Chappelle fan in the world. Okay. But he did two shows. But apparently, Hannibal Burris opened for him. <laughs> 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 the guy's always around. They had video of him on Did Spin today. The uh, Pelicans played the Cavaliers in New Orleans Friday night. Hammerbear somehow got a media pass and was asking the Cavaliers coach questions. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's the guy never leaves town. I don't know what the hell's up. You know, We're, working comedian. You figure he's gonna be in the road. Yeah, where's he from? He's from Chicago. I know he loves New Orleans because if you ever see his special on Comedy Central. He's got this big routine he does about New Orleans. You know, about coming down here for a bachelor party and getting a uh getting a uh, uh a permit to parade, you know, for you know, for like eight guys just to walk around. And he's like, for such and such price you can shut down you can fuck up traffic in New Orleans <laughs> on any day of the week. <laughs> oh man. So so it was really fun. It was cool. It was great seeing Jesuit win. Nice. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. I was very keen. <laughs> I don't know. Here's from the Jesuit website. Jason, the name of the mascot of Jesuit High School. Jason is a blue jay in a fighting stance and was originally drawn by cartoonist Walt Kelly of Pogo fame at the request of the staff of the Blue Jay newspaper. The drawing first appeared in the February 26, 1954 edition Alongside the announcement of a contest to name the bird, the winning entry of Jason was submitted by John Ernst the third fifty eight blah blah blah. Say, so I guess they must have just I don't know maybe they just wrote to him or like hey Walt Kelly draw some draw some mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case is, however he came to draw it for him, whether he was there and they asked him to draw it or they wrote to him and asked him to draw it, he drew it and that's still the same mascot they use. That's a good story. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't use they they don't put that on their helmets a J. Okay, it's a blue helmet with a white J. All right. So, so there you go. Uh, you got anything else to cover? No, that's it. That's it, man. All right. Uh, I'm gonna sit here and watch the rest of this game. I guess. Hope it doesn't piss me off too much. What's the game? Syracuse versus. Oh, oh, it's on TV. Uh, it's on ESPNU, but I have it on the. Uh, the ESPN three app playing over the TV. Oh, nice. Over the Apple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, that throws a monkey wrench in my plan because I got to go to the store and uh, use a Gap gift card before it expires. So, um, uh, my mom was nice enough to give me a like a she gave me a gift card for my birthday. Yeah. But then also gave me a coupon for. Like $50 if you spend $100. Uh, and I have a $100 gift card. So 
So you want to get the 150 bucks, basically. But it expires today, and she's been reminding me for since my birthday, hey, don't forget that thing. You got that thing. It's from the 11th to the 14th, you know? And then she was confusing the days, so, like, she's been telling me about it for, like, 10 days. I'm like, no, no, Mom, that starts the 11th. She's like, oh, oh, okay. And then on the 11th, she's like, oh, it's the last day you can use that thing. I'm like, no, it starts on the 11th. The 14th is the last day. Well, what time does the gap close? Uh around here probably doesn't close at like 10 o'clock you know yeah well the game probably be over by six your time oh uh, true true all right so so there we go so you're a problem solver live yeah you're in the solutions business yep who knows whether you're actually gonna go and do it though now <laughs> no i'm gonna go to the mall right now <laughs> <laughs> are you uh i don't know if i want to watch a lot tech game that nothing yeah, good can I mean, got it they're a pretty chippy squad they went 27 and 7 last year. Yeah, see, nothing good can come of that. If we beat them, well, we're supposed to beat LaTeX. If we lose to them, it'll just be so frustrating. Yeah, I mean, the only, losing to Michigan sucked because Michigan apparently isn't that good. You know? Well, they lost to NJIT just the next, and the the next game. And they lost to Eastern Michigan the game after that. Oh, they did? Yes. Oh, so that's a, they got blown out by Arizona. That's not the biggest deal in the world, but right, right. You know, but that's a bad but, uh, loss for us. St. John's is ranked this week. I just noticed. So, so I guess that's not the worst loss. Yeah, listen, world. I don't, I don't hate this. I don't hate the St. John's loss because one, it's at home, regardless of what Daryl Gross will tell you. Um, a good St. John's team, even a decent St. John's team, um, has a pretty good. Um, home court advantage now we neutralize that because we're so strong in that building but yeah it's you know it it's not our home court it's their home court we lose it on the road well you know what are you gonna do despite the fact we haven't Wait, lost to where, them where's the st john's game madison played? square garden it was oh no 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 no. It was at home no it was at the, it was oh, at the dome that's what? right that was the first time we lost them since the 90s you're right yeah okay, okay so that loss bothers me Okay, yeah. that loss does bother me. Um, yeah, bothers me the way they lost because I thought once they went up, because I was only able to follow on the phone, I was like, once they got a lead on that team, I was like, oh, that's a team we should be. Yeah, yeah, it was a frustrating game. It was a but real But the problem is our team can't shoot. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I haven't even got to watch too much of this team this year, so which is not the worst thing in the world because it would be giving me a heart attack. Yeah, they're they're a frustrating team, but not in the sense. Was it last year, or the year before, um, where they were the cardiac kids? Every game was last year that was happening. You remember when they were? Yeah, last year when they were still undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Freaking having to squeeze out games against NC State that they had like no right to win and all that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wish we had better point guard play. I wish we had better shooters. That's the problem. Yeah, Joseph is having a um, is having a rough start. I think um, he 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 didn't play like the last seventeen minutes or something of the of the St. John's game. Beheim came out and was like, uh, "We need our point guard to be a point guard and not jack up shots." Um, is that what he does? He jacks yeah. up a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, he's certainly not fitting the system. He's definitely no Tyler Ennis. And they're a frustrating team to watch because there aren't, you know, Christmas is, is likable. And, and, like, I like seeing that he's matured and you can kind of root for him. But last year, it was just a team full of likable, fan friendly guys. Like, you loved Ennis. Like, 
you know, you, you respected the fact that he came in and, and he played all those minutes and he was a heralded freshman. Like, how could you not love C.J. Fair? Uh, Jeremy Grant was fun to watch. And, you know, yeah, it was just a, it was a good team. Like, you weren't expecting much from them, but they over-delivered. This team's kind of the opposite. It's like, you know, who, who can you root for? And, and there's not that, that guy. So... And you know, it's a tough team. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a tough year. I think I, yeah. This could be a not-make-the-tournament type of team. Yep. That's what uh, Seth Davis was saying on CBS yesterday. Yeah. He had his 10 observations. That was one of them. Which is too bad because that's, you know, that's the calling card of being a Syracuse basketball fan. Is that They're sloppy. I'm watching them right now. They're sloppy. The undisciplined. Totally undisciplined. I think the fact that none of those, uh, you know, the sophomores, the fact that none of them played last year, any significant minutes, um, yeah. didn't help because now they're they're basically a year older but not a year better, and they're sloppy, they're undisciplined, they don't hold on to the ball. Yep. Daywan Coleman may or may not be coming back in the next couple of weeks. I, I, for his sake, I hope he does. I mean – um, you know, that's got to be tough, you know, to not be yeah. able to recover from whatever it is that, that's that's ailing him. But, I mean, really, I mean, let's be realistic. Like, he he was in, 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 in no great condition when he was conditioned. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. He's one of those guys who kind of peaked out in high school. <laughs> no, well, you remember they were saying he was the best player in the country in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he hasn't been anything other than, I mean, more and more you look back at it, it was a guy that probably just freaking matured way ahead of everybody else. Right. Yeah. Right. So, all right, man. Then on that note, maybe we'll go watch the game and uh, and take some. And go get yourself some khakis some or something notes. later on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then with apologies to Girk's brother, we'll see you guys next week. Good night, Fredo. <laughs>